Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. All right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of the MetalDen.com site. It's February 21st, 2022. Monday. It's President's Day. So everyone's got uh, a lot of people don't have don't have to work today. A lot of places are closed or whatnot. A lot of businesses. Um, but a lot of people are just trying to you know recover from the weekend. You're getting some partying. <laughs> Partying on it gives you some uh, extra extra time to get it back together. But uh, just want to uh, let everybody know that uh, just huge huge numbers going on at themelden.com. Really happy with all the response that my reporting is getting. Uh, you know, and all the bands that I'm able to introduce at the metalden.com site, as I've been doing now for many many years. It's been 17 years as of this month that I I created the Metal Den back on MySpace, man. So going way, way back. And so it's just awesome to see the, you know, still getting a great response all around the world. You know, got news from the Metal Den that's getting published in India. You know, all this Vince Neil craziness is just, it's just blowing up huge. So can't thank Motley Crue enough. <laughs> It's a gift that keeps on giving, Vince Neil. So anyways, uh, just just really uh, happy with all the numbers, and we'll have a whole lot of cool stuff going on here uh, throughout 2022 and all sorts of more crazy stuff that will be going going down, we know, with Vince Neil. You know, it's just bound to happen. But let's get to some of the latest stories and talk more about what's going on with Motley Crue and their upcoming uh, comeback tour, the stadium tour. We've got Wyvern has uh, released Amnesia music video. Soulline has debuted a new music video as well. Check that out. That song is uh, Against Myself. We've got Low Gear coming out of Texas. Have signed with Wormhole Death Records. So that's pretty cool. They'll be uh, dropping their new album... Sick Tunes Redux. That'll be coming up uh, via Wormhole Death here in 2022. So stay tuned for more information on that. I'll be jamming some low gear here in the podcast. Uh, it'll be the the music that immediately follows the jump here. So I want you to get, get to know them. They've been around for over 20 years. Um, they've got a really cool heavy vibe. I think... People who've not heard them are going to really dig them and uh, definitely support, you know, the underground. You know, that's what the Metal Den has always been about. All these other candy-ass wannabe uh, hard rock metal sites out there that just keep pushing the same thing over and over and over in terms of, you know, the same bands we've been hearing forever, you know. And so it just gets old. It's like... Can we talk about some other bands? Can we talk about some of the bands maybe that people don't know about as much because we're too busy talking about your band all the time? 
So that's what the Metal Den's been about, is trying to give you the 31 flavors, like Dimebag Daryl said, so important. You know, not just get stuck and focused on one thing. You get these metal sites, you know, in France or whatever, and it's just a, a French black metal site, you know, that's that's all it is. You know, and that's cool, but it's like, come on, you know, there's, there's a whole, whole lot of different types of metal that, you know, music that, that has to get recognized. And there's, I think there's a, quite a bit of a resurgence going on right now um, in, in heavy metal, <clears throat> believe it or not, even with the, uh, the pandemic going on as long as it has. And it obviously with the restrictions, with the, the mandates, with all the different, you know, things going on, it's hard with all the protocols getting into place to get larger events, larger concerts off right now to get them to go. And so that's what the whole thing about Motley Crue is. And uh, they've twice postponed that. Now they've added some new dates, a uh, bunch, of, bunch of new dates, about a handful, I think it was. One in Vegas, Motley Crue, with the uh, stadium tour, and some in Canada. So they obviously, and that's... You know they're obviously getting serious about it in terms of uh, either either they're getting serious about it or uh, you know they're getting they're getting ready to pull you know another fast one on everybody and postpone this thing again. So we don't know what's going to happen because obviously this is still something that's you know you want to talk about a, a, a resurgence. There's definitely a huge surge going on right now with this Omicron, um, the uh, B2 variation this is uh serious stuff a lot of people are dying i mean you've got the numbers i saw you got nine thousand people that died in pennsylvania just since december like the, since the end of december i mean that's three times the amount of people that died at 9 11. think about that in just one spot that has has been affected by this <clears throat> three times the amount in since december we're only in February. So think about that. There's a lot of people dying still. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are getting mixed messages on, you know, that it's getting better. It's getting better. Well, you got to look at, just look at the news. You look at what's going on with the, uh, with, with in regards to what you see on the news and which, you know, they, they get busted for telling lies. You know, they got a Fox News contributor that just admitted to creating a fake story about a Canadian woman being trampled to death. So, you know, people tell lies all the time. You know, they get mad at me because I put out some hoax articles every now and then and, 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 and bust everybody's balls because they're stupid enough to po post my news up on their site. But you know what? My little joke article or whatnot, these dudes have been, been spoon-feeding you lies your entire life on the mainstream news. Okay, so that's part of what I do is to mock everybody. Now, what the hell is this? The Food and Drug Administration made the wrong call when it announced last week that it'll, it'll delay the authorization of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for children under five. So this move is likely to leave young children without access to the shots for two months or more. The FDA and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention should be, you know, removing roadblocks to so, you know, vaccinate the young children, not, you know, erecting roadblocks so that they can't get you know this 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 help that they say that they need so <clears throat> you look at that that's two or three months out you know that's just uh that's craziness and then you've got the uh u.s surgeon general 
and his family have tested positive for COVID. Hong Kong is shutting everything down, including restaurants, due to the COVID surge going on right now. So what what everybody's been saying about oh there's it's not it's not it's not that bad it's going away no that's not the case you know people are dropping dropping dead like flies man all around this place and so we have to you know realize that look we're we're in the thick of this thing if we can just chill out another couple few more months and we can get get past all this maybe we can you know we'll start to see a better a better day uh, come eventually where we don't have to all be you know worried and, and, and wearing the mask all the time and <clears throat> having to take a new booster a new shot whatever how, how the hell you're getting you know handling this stuff uh, some people aren't getting the shot at all some people are getting them all and so but this situation with the kids under five who can't get it you know what you have to understand with a big show like what Motley Crue is doing is you know, you put protocols in place and, and you try to put people, so distance them from each other. If they're in seats, I mean, you know, you've got a little bit of space, I guess. But, but you know, you've got festival seating at these shows. And so there's a lot of people crammed right next to each other. And then there's people who sneak into these shows. So if you're doing a protocol where you're checking people for, to, that they've got the vaccination, what do you do with the people that have snuck into the show and, and haven't been vaccinated and are maybe carriers? So that's the danger that's the danger of doing a big show. So people have to realize they're, they're, you know, they keep telling me, well, why do you keep going over and over this? It's because it's the reality of the, of the, of the matter. <laughs> you know, there, this is a worldwide pandemic. People are dying all over the place. And so you've got, you've got to have some precaution, right? Isn't that what these, these masks are about? And uh, these Illuminati masks that they have you wearing? Isn't that what this is all about? So if that's the case, then I don't see Motley Crue and Def Leppard and these guys doing this show, doing these shows, this this stadium tour this year. My opinion and the word I'm getting is it's going to get pushed back again to 2023 for a third time, for a third postponement. That's the word that's going around. Um, you know, Motley, obviously, and and, and Def Leppard and them, you know, they've, they've got a, a, a big-time business interest in this situation. Over There's over $100 million in, in uh, you know, tickets have been sold pre-sold and you know this thing because of the pandemic and then on top of that the situation with with old Vince Neal who has done nothing it seems to get in better shape despite what his manager said he was going to lose weight and he and you've got the ultimatum that supposedly has been put out by Nikki Six that is 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 essentially demanding telling Neil that he's got to lose 50 pounds a month before the shows kick off or uh, he could be replaced and we all know who's standing in the wings that's Mr. John Karabi so Karabi has, has denied that he, he would ever be involved with the band again but the fact of the matter is he has been working with Mick Mars uh, during the, the uh, recording process for Mick Mars's uh, solo album that has not been released so and it may not ever see the day you know, see the see see the light of day. So that you're talking, what's going to happen with those songs? Because Karabi cut some songs that maybe they could be reworked into crew songs. Now there's discussion because you know Nikki Six or Motley Crue did say that he is working on some, you know, Motley Crue music, and there there's going to be you know some more music that you know 
a new album that's what people are starting to you know freak out about you got people already trying to name the album <laughs> you know they've called it the return of the saints uh people are chomping at the bit for this to happen i mean you've got to realize though the motley crew hasn't released a an album in 14 years so these guys a lot of people a lot of people you read the comments on you know these facebook news groups where i, I post my uh news stories and it's pretty comical you get all the comments and people saying their their piece and you know a lot of people just don't want to see this constant they don't want to see motley crew you know they, they think they're far beyond their time you know that they had already retired and this is just a big cash grab and look the fact of the matter is vince neal is a mess i mean the guy's fallen off the stage who does that you know and he's and he's not even he's quitting singing a song you know during the middle of the song and walking off the stage saying his voices who does that most unprofessional stuff he does that at one of these motley crew concerts where people have paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a ticket and waited for years to see it you don't know there could be a riot there could be all sorts of crazy shit that happens at these at these motley crew concerts if it does happen so my personal opinion is Obviously, the longer that this thing takes to, to happen, the worse it is for, for Vince Neal because he's just in a downward spiral, man. He can't get any worse. Now, what they might have to have him do is lip sync because he's that bad right now. That And, he, and you know, if you do this, if you push this back to next year, you know, they, they better hope that it happens this year because if it doesn't and it happens next year, oh, my God, we've got a whole nother year of Vince Neal <laughs> comedy stories coming, ladies and gentlemen. And I mean, it's just been non-stop, a buffet, if you will, from the rotund one, Vince Meal. I mean, just a gift that keeps on giving. So with that said, we'll see what happens. Um, Vince has got, I know, a show, a solo concert coming up, I believe, in March. So we're going to see him get throw it down again. We'll see what kind of shape he's in, right? Because by, by that time, you're, you're only talking you're like just a few months away from the kickoff of the stadium tour. So really, it's going to be put up or shut up. Let's see what they're about. And I tell you what, if they if Motley Crue goes out there and he lip syncs, he's going to take it, punishment from the media and from the critics. And so he better be working with uh, his his vocals right now. He better try to, you know, the guy better stop putting you know ten thousand dollars to buy a, a a bottle of booze and and pay somebody ten thousand dollars to get him to learn how to sing again. Does that make sense? Because they're paying, paying, paying all this money, these people, and the people are so excited to go see this band who hasn't played in a long time live and, and hasn't put out an album in a long time and said they were not going to come back. And their lead singer is falling off the stage in the solo concert just the year previous to this whole thing. So this is, this is a spectacular train wreck, in my opinion, just waiting to happen. These, these comeback concerts. I might be wrong. I don't think so. But we're going to see what happens. So with that said, just want to send out a shout out to all the uh, people who are supporting the Melden.com site. My work at Randy Rock at Cody. All the, rep uh, .com, the reporting I do there. Um, one, um, one person in particular I want to give a shout out to is Sylvia Black Widow. Uh, second metal soldier two I guess I should say but she's awesome man she's on Twitter and she's a uh, big fan of the metal den uh, site big heavy metal fanatic and she's got a uh, you can hit her up 
to follow uh, her feed on twitter.com forward slash you are the letters you are midnight so you are midnight and she's real cool she's got cool feed she definitely follows a lot of good heavy metal different uh you know bands and and podcasts whatnot um she's into the metal dance she's always been supporting me and and i really appreciate that you know i only recently came back to twitter after getting thrown off i got kicked off of twitter and so i have a new um twitter profile myself i only have a couple hundred followers on there i used to have ten thousand. so i really appreciate sylvia and other people who are sharing my stuff because when they retweet it and it goes to the, all their all the people that follow them and she's got like over nine thousand ninety five hundred people following her so uh that's all good you know so i really appreciate it uh you can follow me uh, on my uh, twitter's now uh randy rocket cody yeah so twitter.com forward slash randy rocket cody you can follow me there and all sorts of crazy stuff i'll be posting there in the future um all right well that's about it i guess i've been talking long enough uh, let's get rocking with some music
Oh
Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neal. Hey, I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian, Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking, shout the devil, and, uh, and do, yeah, do some feel-good stuff in, four, in big old 4 big old you man. All right, see you later.
God, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get cable TV. How many times have you sat there with the fucking remote control going, I don't fucking believe this shit. 40 channels and nothing to watch. You gotta smoke pot to enjoy anything on television. You're sitting there going, this is some really good pot because I'm watching a guy wax his fucking car. And I'm too stoned to push the remote control. Channel changer. Ah, it's true, man. You know you're really stoned when you're watching Richard Simmons. You catch yourself, you ever done that? The guy's hypnotic, though. He's hypnotic. You gotta watch out. Cause you watch him for a couple minutes, and about ten minutes, you go, Fuck! I'm watching Richard Simmons! Who the fuck let me watch him? Jesus! The fuck's going on here? I'm watching Richard Simmons. I can't believe this. I don't know how that guy's alive, man. I swear to God. He has sucked more dicks than McDonald's makes hamburgers. How's he alive? How the fuck is he alive? Richard Simmons. It's amazing, man. He's, he's very healthy. Rock cuts him one day, done, gone. Yeah, yeah. Swear to God, one day, done, gone. Liberace, one day, done, fucking gone. Richard Simmons, dick, 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 nothing, nothing, not even a cold. The guy's jumping rope, he's running laps. Dick, 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 that's his real name, Dick Simmons, Dick Simmons. He changed it to Richard, he said, dick's too obvious. Yeah, I gotta be cool. I promise not to do that many jokes about the gay community because... Well, I know. Just let me say. Hard to believe as it is, not every group has accepted my comedy. Not every group has thought of me as family entertainment. The gay community has said, they have said, that my act is in bad taste. You're outraged! Bad taste. Bad taste. This is coming from a group of guys that lick the shit out of each other's ass. Complaining about the taste quality of my ass. Bad fucking taste. Yeah, I taste bad. Yeah, these guys are tongue fucking each other in the butt. They're pulling their tongues out. They got poop, peanuts, corn, and shit. But man, I'm gross! I go too far! Yeah, yeah, these guys are pulling butt hairs off their lip, but me, I'm disgusting! I'm the guy! Can't fucking do it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, I probably made jokes about the community that I shouldn't have. I probably made jokes about diseases that I wasn't informed about, but I've never used my butt as a death chamber for small little animals out of the forest. I've never used my ass as a roast motel for jambles and hamsters when they check in but they don't check out. I never did that. That's pretty fucking insensitive of the ass, man. I can't even take the finger. I can't take the finger. Some of you girls know what I'm talking about. It's very fucking rude. Shame on you. You know what I'm talking about. You guys know what I'm talking about. You're plugging away. You're having a wonderful time. All of a sudden, you get the finger. Hey, 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 hey! The fuck is that about? 
I thought I would turn you on. Yeah, yeah, I really did. Thanks for jamming your fucking finger in my ass. God, was that romantic? You stupid fucking bitch, you just want the moment. My dick turned back into a fucking mushroom. Thanks. When I read it in the book, well, burn my fucking bum. It was written by a very fucking depressed, spinster old fucking witch. Right, burn it. Now, I just wanted to talk about this homeless situation. I'm really bummed out by this. 300,000 homeless. It's not bad. It's American. I mean, if you get me homeless somewhere, this is the place to be fucking homeless. Fuck the courage would beat your ass to be homeless here. The Kurds dream about being homeless in America. They go, man, oh, no, leave me alone. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming about being homeless in America. Oh, my God. Oh, it's better than sex. Oh, man. Garbage bins full of food. Oh, my God. I swear to God, you can go behind restaurants and McDonald's and fast food places and eat better out of the trash bins in our country than 90% of the rest of the fucking world. And if you're going to be homeless, be homeless in America. Personally, I think it's kind of embarrassing because I think they need a kick in their fucking homeless ass for being homeless in America. I mean, if you can't get it together here, where the fuck did you expect to go and make a life for yourself? This is it. It's not that hard.
Now this next thing, this next thing is about the English language. It's about little expressions we use. We, we all say and the little sayings and expressions that we use all the time, most of us. And we never really seem to examine these expressions very carefully at all. We just sort of say these things as if they really made sense. Like, legally drunk. Well, if it's legal, what's the fucking problem? Hey. Leave my friend alone, officer. He's legally drunk. <laughs> you know you can stick it. Well, why do we always assume everyone knows where they can stick it? Suppose you don't know. Suppose you're a new guy. You have absolutely no idea where to stick it. I think there ought to be a government booklet entitled Where to Stick It. Now that I think of it, I believe there is a government booklet like that. They sent it to you on April 15th. Undisputed heavyweight champion. Well, if it's undisputed, what's all the fighting about? <laughs> it's the quiet ones you gotta watch. You know that one, eh? Every time you see a story about a serial killer on TV, what do they do? They bring on the neighbor. And the neighbor says, well, he was always very quiet. And someone in the room says, it's the quiet ones you gotta watch. This sounds to me like a very dangerous assumption. I will bet you anything that while you're watching a quiet one, a noisy one will fucking kill you. <laughs> Suppose you're in a bar and one guy's sitting over on the side reading a book, not bothering anybody. Another guy's standing up at the front with a machete, banging it on the bar, saying, I'll kill the next motherfucker who comes in here. <laughs> who are you gonna watch? <laughs> you're goddamn right. Lock them up and throw away the key. This is really stupid. Where are you going to throw the key? Right out in front of the jail? His friends will find it. How far can you throw a key? 50, 60 feet the most. Even if you lay it flat on its side like that and you scale it, what do you get? An extra 10 feet tops. This is a stupid idea. Needs to be completely rethought. Down the tubes. Hear that one a lot. People say, ah, the country is going down the tubes. What tubes? <laughs> Have you seen any tubes? Where are these tubes? And where do they go? And how come there's more than one tube? It would seem to me, one country, one tube. What, does every state all of a sudden have to have its own tube now? One tube is all you need. But a tube that big? Somebody would have seen it by now. Somebody would have said, hey, Joey, Joey, look at the fucking tube. Big ass fucking tube over here. You never hear that. You know why? No tubes. We don't have tube one. We are essentially tubeless. Takes the cake. You know, say, boy, he really takes the cake. Where? Where do you take a cake? To the movies? You know where I would take a cake? Down to the bakery to see the other cakes. And how come he takes the cake? How come he don't take the pie? Pie is easier to carry than the cake. Easy as pie. 
Hey, wait. Cake is not too hard to carry either. Piece of cake. <laughs> the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> so this is it, huh, folks? <laughs> Couple of hundred thousand years. The fucking pyramids, for Christ's sakes. Panama Canal, the Great Wall of China. Even a lava lamp. <laughs> to me, is greater than sliced bread. What's so great about sliced bread? You got a knife, you got a loaf of bread, slice the fucking thing! <laughs> and get on with your life. <laughs> Out walking the streets. You know, guy gets a parole, they say, now instead of being in prison, this guy is out walking the streets. How do we know? Maybe the guy's home banging the babysitter. Not everybody gets a parole is out walking the fucking streets. A lot of times they, they steal a car, you know. And we ought to be glad. Thank God he stole a car. At least he's not out walking the streets. Fine and dandy. That's an old-fashioned one, isn't it, yeah? Say to a guy, how are you? He says, fine and dandy. Not me. I never say that. You know how come? Because I'm never both of those things at the same time. Sometimes I'm fine, not dandy. Close to dandy. Approaching dandy. In the vicinity of dandyhood. Not quite fully dandy. Other times, I am, indeed, highly dandy. <laughs> However, not fine. One time, one time, 1965, August, for about an hour. I was both fine and dandy at the same time. But nobody asked me how I was. And I could have told them. I could have told I could have told I could have said to the person, fine and dandy, I consider it a lost opportunity. Walking papers, you know? Guy gets fired. You say, geez, poor guy. Well, they give him his walking papers today. Did you ever get any walking papers? Seriously? Believe me, in my life, I got fired a lot of times. You can tell. Never got any walking papers. Never got a pink slip either. You know what I would get? A guy would come around to my desk and say, Get the fuck out of here!